Known podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. We're back again for episode 38. All right. Uh, happy almost Halloween to everyone. This is our official, I guess you would say, Halloween episode. I know we've been doing Halloween month, but this is the real one because after this, uh, the next one will be after Halloween, alas. Uh, but it won't be the end of horror because we are going to be uh, doing, as we've mentioned in past shows, in case this is your first time listening or you've forgotten. A, an awesome new podcast with Mr. Darren Ewing of uh, Troll 2 fame, uh, all about horror movies. Yes, um, Horror in the Court. We fa- we have a title, for real. We, we actually landed on a title. Horror in the Court. Yep. Courtroom, drama setting, comedy, horror info. We'll yep. be uh, putting two movies against each other in a court of law yep. to, uh, to basically figure out one thing or the other. Uh, this month, we're actually doing uh, Troll 1. And the movie Smiley, and we're pitting uh, horror fantasy trolls against internet trolls. That's right. To see uh, which in this day and age is actually more frightening. We're going to take uh, some sides, and uh, Judge Ewing is going to kind of preside over the whole thing to make sure, sure we don't kill so each other. Objections. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm already objecting in my pants. Yeah, if you want to find the new show, um, there are no links up yet because we're waiting for everything to fall into line. Uh, we're actually now a day behind recording, so. Uh, we're hoping this all goes up as planned, but uh, you can right now go to Twitter and find us at horror court and on there you'll find links uh messages uh when it goes up on itunes when it goes up on its own website etc all the info will land there first yep so uh for now go there and in the meantime um you can hit us up at the lost at home on twitter for talking to us about our show uh sharing interesting stories just making up weird things to say to us we don't care whatever works for us yeah it's all good or for you actually to be clear yeah (laughs) Um, also, uh, if you go to thelostathome.com, that is our uh, home website, and you can see links to all of our stories, uh, usually a little more content than what we normally put anywhere else, plus uh, you can find interesting little asides like Comic-Cons we go to, or maybe film reviews, and if you find the Amazon link, you can click on that. Do! You'll make us money. Please! It's not much money, but it doesn't hurt you in any shape or way. You, uh, you click on that link. You got Amazon. You buy your stuff. Yeah, it's free money for us. And we make a little bit off the back end, and it doesn't cost you a penny. And uh, and we're already talking about buying a couple of new things for the new podcast and, you know, spending a few extra bucks here and there. So it's nice to – we'll do that regardless, but it's nice if we get a little kickback to help keep things moving along. It gets things moving along higher quality faster too. So, you know, we don't mind – Panhandling, is that what they call it? Yeah, we're pretty much panhandling it. But you know, but but, but without them losing, yeah. Any but we're money. not just asking for free. Like we're you know we're saying we're going to provide you with quality content regardless. But if you you know you chip in, you get even better. And you don't even have to chip in. You're just buying stuff. Just go just go nuts on Amazon like you are going to anyway. Just remember to click the link. Exactly. Click the link. Click the link. <laughs> okay. Um. I guess we can roll into show proper now. Sure. We made all of our announcements. Um, what you want to talk about? Have you ever uh, have you ever heard of that urban legend where uh, kids get poisoned by Halloween candy, or they bite into an apple and it has a razor blade in it? Oh yeah, I heard plenty of those growing up because we had to watch out for that stuff supposedly. Yeah, yeah. In my entire childhood, my parents would like say that that was a thing, yeah. but I don't really remember them ever very carefully looking at my. Penis. I was gonna say they didn't <laughs> love me enough to actually like. like ah, it takes time. No, because... they, they'll, they'll warn you. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, you you might die off this bag. 
They were, Go ahead, have yeah, fun. yeah, just uh, if you start bleeding, just stop eating the candy first, dum dum, and then let us know. Mommy's got to have her wine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go in the other room and eat. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's happy Halloween, too. 20 years later, obesity epidemic in the nation and not enough dead kids. Yeah. Do you know why? Not enough dead kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you have a threshold. There's a number for you that's good. You're like, hmm, 40,000, not enough. 50,000, not enough. Six, I don't know. What's Scott's number? Uh, well, Scott's dead kid number. Honestly, zero, because no kid has ever died from poison candy right. handed out by a stranger on Halloween. Yes. And actually, it's a major urban myth. Uh, we all heard it as kids. I don't know where you come from in this country or in this world, but I bet you were told at some point in your childhood. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You might die. Go ahead and eat it. I, yeah. I don't know, because I never saw yeah. my parents go through I like, like watch out, like, and even that, for, like, poison, the only thing it's doing is, like, pushing fear into people, because even if it's it was true, poison. because, like, what are you going to do? Like, every single one, is your kid parents going to throw them out? No, of course. And well, not, if they they're... were real parents, they would nibble the corner off everything. Yeah. Just... They'd be like the the tester, you know, like the king has or whatever. Yeah. But you have to, like, that would take all night. So it's like 100 pieces of candy, and you maybe want to wait a half hour to see if the drug takes effect? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a long time. That's, that's a long time to get kids that, wait for candy? It's like 300 minutes. It's five hours. Yeah, and b- mommy wants to leave her, but, her yeah, she wants to leave her b- belly empty so it hits her faster yeah. make out with her husband's fleshlight without those bisexual fantasies she's always had <laughs> oh yeah mm. that's what i imagine women who have really? bisexual fantasies and are timid do they just they, they eat out fleshlights okay so. you i could I've never had that mental image before but now i can't get it out of my head yeah it almost looks like a small eel attacking someone <laughs> <laughs> i might i might uh I might, that's uh, that's a weird one do you think that's uh searchable well, every, anything searchable. Will you find anything, you mean? Yeah. Uh, maybe mid-show if I, like, get bored during my story or something. <laughs> while I'm talking? Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, no, no, shit. no. It could be while I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> and just, well, if you hear a pause and all of a sudden there's just, like, dead air and you just hear and giggling. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's up. Yeah, so, um, one child did die from a uh, Halloween candy poisoning incident, just to be clear. Uh, we're not saying it's never happened. What we're saying is it's never happened from a stranger. Yeah. Uh, in 1974, a uh, boy named Timothy O'Brien, I believe he was eight years old, uh, was eating pixie sticks. And he was rushed to the hospital and then later died. Um, what happened was his father, Ronald Clark O'Brien, had recently taken out a very large uh, insurance claim on his life. On him and his insurance sister. Insurance policy. Right, yeah. On both the children. And gave them to both the children. And a couple of their friends. And a couple of their friends. Could kind of like make sure that it looked like it came from a stranger. Like, yeah, they, oh, want, they want to look like a saturation of candy from different bags. Yeah, not just, yeah. oh, these two kids from this one house got it. Like, that clearly points out. Yeah, but only uh, tragically did uh, Timothy eat the pixie stick. And, um, yeah, he died. Uh, the husband was quickly figured out to be the, the killer. And yeah. He was actually put to death uh, his, shortly yeah, after. His half-ass attempt uh, to cover it up was obviously ill thought out. Like, you would expect from somebody trying to poison their kid for insurance money. So if you're a kid out there and you're um, you're worried about getting poisoned on Halloween, it's probably going to be your parents. It's probably going to be your parents. No one yeah. else wants to kill you. Your your life is so invaluable. No one else wants to take the time to snuff it out. Yeah, exactly. And only your parents would have the want or will to do so. Yeah, and it's not like the people out there who are giving these stranger kids candy. It's like they're not getting the the thrill of seeing the child die you know like no, so God, no. so even like murderers who have are like sick and twisted who want to like murder usually they're they're losing the, the part of murder they like which is like the, the hands-on yeah the, the killing not just knowing it happened like oh read about in the paper like you just so you probably just negated like almost every super villain in like batman history like releasing the toxin in the water supply or in the air or any of Joker's i think those are things. more like uh, i guess focus on genocide 
than so that. So he just wants to see, like, on the Channel 5 news that night, like, May- uh, oh, yeah. the, the 7 million dead in terrorist attacks. That was me! Yeah, I don't know which supervillain that is. Oh, that was all, all of them. them you just all did. of them. Yes, yes. You just that was the most androgynous, <laughs> transgendered. Yes, yes. Yeah. More murder. Po- poly villain. That's who that poly, is. It's poly villain. Yeah. All villains. Poly. Poly. I am poly villain. Hmm. Yeah. Poly almost... wants a poison cracker. Oh. Hey, yeah, that'd be awesome. He made weird parrot references, even though his name is not associated with the parrot's name, but with the uh, uh, mathematical term. Yeah, yeah, Polly, yeah. P-O-L-Y, right? So, and then when people mention it to him, he acts like they have, he has no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Like confused parrots. Yeah, <laughs> pirates. <laughs> what? He's like never even heard of them. <laughs> like, he, he somehow missed that in school, in childhood, and in cinema. What is this parrot you speak of? Yeah, doesn't know what they look like. Could possibly even get, like, slightly confused by the concept of even birds or seafaring. <laughs> <laughs> what is that flying mechanical object in the sky there? Oh, it's a bird. <laughs> All right, um, and when we, uh, we brought up this topic, just to harken back to our actual story. Right, right. right. Um, we mentioned razor blades and needles and stuff. Uh, the, the opposite of poison. Those um, are also drug paraphernalia. You know that. Uh, I, you said that accusingly, but yes, I do know that, yes. Scott. Oh, what, you're going to pretend like you don't never... What is these drugs you speak of? Are they related to these parrots that you so <laughs> made up just now? Are you snorting your parrots? No. <laughs> Not that I know what snorting is. Grinding up your par- parrot parrots? <laughs> well, harkening back to <laughs> oh, the last, there we last go. story. Speaking yeah. of parents. No. Well, actually, uh, okay, back to razor blades. Okay. All right. Um, so people also used to talk about how you'd get razor blades and apples or needles and chocolate bars and other horrible metal objects right. put there to do the same weird crime that technically no one would want to commit because it makes no sense. And that one is like you get a boo-boo. That's not even like you kill somebody like, ooh, ow. There's not like a major artery even in your mouth. Like I guess you could – if you – the kid was just like, fuck it, I want this candy and swallowed it, that would be very bad. But generally you bite into it sharp. You go, ah, and then you spit it up. You got a tongue cut and that's it yeah since 1959 which i'm guessing is the magical year where that was decided upon by a committee of people that like to start, start keeping track, keeping track of, of it yeah statistics oh, this, this keeps happening you know it wasn't even or happening that bad it. at that point and one guy in the room's like we should count it yeah yeah like, yeah and um yeah so they started counting and from 1959 to today there have only been 80 uh reports reports and those are and those are just reports those many the majority of them... were considered hoaxes yeah so uh, we'll say the majority. We'll, we'll just throw out the number 41. So 39 more cases. Out of those, uh, a few were pranks from friends to friends. Yeah. Ha-ha. It's a stupid prank. Gotcha? But, Question mark? Um, as far as we can tell, there was only one court case uh, that came from metal being put in an object, and it was in 2000. Um, yeah, that's late, too, because I heard about this as a kid, like oh, in the 80s. Oh, too. Yeah, yeah, this was after I was done. Tr- this is when I was in college. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, apparently, this guy in uh, Minneapolis uh, named James Joseph Smith uh, put needles in candy bars and handed them out. Sounds um, like a combination serial killer and prophet, right? He does, yeah. I mean, I guess like, Joseph Smith makes sense. He, but he should... Like, there's um, the three names and the... Uh, yeah, come to the uh, the, the first... Jo- what was it again? James Joseph Smith uh, Outdoor Rally and uh, Spiritualism Center meeting. We'd be like a uh, by salt By the Great Salt Lake. Wow, that's salty. Don't worry, we have Kool-Aid. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I brought it all around. Pass it right, yeah. right down to uh, Jonestown. Uh, yeah, Jonestown, because James Smith. James Joseph. Jones, uh, yeah, no, Joseph Smith. Cult. Joseph. The, yeah. I think the pieces are there to connect. Yeah, I think there could be a horror movie in that. 
Maybe we should spend the rest of the show yeah. <laughs> writing a horror movie again. No, yeah, no, no. We'll, and just turn out to be brick dildos. Just fuck it. Unless it happens organically. That was Every a, movie. That was a little forced. But um, yeah. So this guy got caught. He uh, he got tr- uh, charged up. And apparently, besides that, the only other instance was someone who cut their mouth on something else from a friend and needed just a few stitches in the inside of their mouth. Yeah, that's generally. I mean, and that was the worst that could ha- that unless has happened. It was, and probably could happen. Well, yeah, unless it was like like treaded glass or something like that, where you would get it and it would eat away at your insides generally you're gonna feel it and spit it out and it's gonna hurt and you're gonna be like fuck i mean i don't want to eat a razor blade but yeah i will no i'll the fucking ba- do it <laughs> what do you say I, I won't do it like a, a fucking you, pussy you said it like i was yeah like i was saying uh really would okay. you yeah there's a fucking razor blade right there all right there's an exacto knife also, there is. I'll, I, I'll eat that exacto i can knife. see it and thought you were lying at first but wow it's within arm's reach if oh you, yeah if you leapt a little yeah I'll, i get it okay oh you don't think i could get it now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, the uh, the best instance of someone uh, lacing someone's food was when a postal worker brought home a package that was in one of the uh, oh, no address label piles of work, where apparently postal workers are allowed to just grab those, like a federal lost and found. Yeah, essentially. So I still um, would think that they're not supposed to bring it home, but I guess yeah, fuck it, I guess they do. They just go in the incinerator otherwise. So no, why this not? postal worker brought this one home on Halloween because when he opened it to work, there's a bunch of mini, uh, mini Snicker bars. Yeah, right. So he starts handing them out to the neighborhood kids, and the kids go home, and when they open them, they're all full of weed. Yeah. Um, someone cleverly tried shipping weed in, pre- in post-sealed yeah. Snickers wrappers. Yeah, clever enough to do that, forgot to write the right address on it. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Oh, no probably got a little too high. And I understand, probably no return address, of course, as you're shipping weed, you don't necessarily want to return address Basically, it was a box. It just yeah. arrived. Yeah, they just put a box a in the mail. Code. It's like, oh, no. Just the zip code. Oh. We don't want to know. They don't, we don't want the cops to know what house it's going to. Yeah. Just put the zip code. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Somebody will just come wandering in. Hey, uh, any mysterious box show up? <laughs> no name? Because it was for me. No return address? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was for me. Just Snickers, though. Just yeah, Snickers. You'd know it if you opened it. It's Snickers. Although, from, I would say that, actually, if, if all that kind I, of... I think that bag of Snickers got sprayed by a skunk, too, upon a... <laughs> that was a clearly a mysterious package. You would think the person even be like, oh, Snickers... And An also, it's gonna be... Package. It's gonna be light. Come, Let's I, give these okay. to children. <laughs> a miniature snickers size weed it's gonna be a hell of a lot i mean i get really dense nuggets maybe i don't know it would but, weigh like a gram and a half and a yeah. snickers actual snickers that's a dense man like two or three ounces fucking caramel in there and fucking peanuts four four, nougat. four ounces of weed is hard to hide yeah it's big <laughs> yeah and four ounces of snickers is easy to hide you could shove it directly up your ass yeah comfortably right would room for maybe a couple more you room. you know this I I that's two and a half miniatures, man. Believe me, I was close to three. <laughs> well, once you got a four... They didn't count the last one. It was just the t- you don't tip go, was sticking You don't out. want to go full four. When you go full four, the first one you put up... Comes out your mouth? Come, can't come back out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought but it like, came there's up. A, there's a level of suction involved. Okay, I thought it was like yeah. what cool cartoon no, diagram where it goes back. up the ass and then out the mouth. You can kegel the other three out. Okay. Well, male equivalent of kegeling. Whatever the yeah, ass kegeling is. Did we discuss this on one of our early podcasts? <laughs> we might actually kegel. have a term for ass kegels. Wow. Kegels. Kegels, right? If yeah, you're an early right. listener to the show and you remember that, hey, please, let us uh, know. tweet us at the Lost at Home and let, let us, us know, know what ass kegeling is. Yeah, if we had an old word for ass kegel. I thought we may have actually done that. Boy, we're Cas- already Cascal. we're already uh, recycling material, man. Damn. Jeez Louise. All right. Um, that pretty much wraps up that section of the story. I think what we're going to talk about next is a little something we like to call Ebola. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and we, 
We're taking a little different twist on it because obviously everybody's heard about Ebola. We're not going to just cover Ebola like we everybody else does. Blah blah blah. You in know because you know what we're going to do? We're going to be so tasteless. We're going to make money off Ebola right now. Okay. All right. Um, if you go to the before mentioned uh, lostandownpodcast dot com, which is our main website, uh, the usual a Amazon link that's there for you to make your purchases through that you know garnishes us a little bit of money. Uh, we replaced it this week with a specific product promo, specifically yeah, which we're going to talk this about this episode. Yeah. Um, the product promo is for a book called, ooh, uh, sorry, I left the page. Uh, His to Propagate, Banging Ebola. Yeah. Um, this is a digital book that is available on Amazon. It is uh, obviously uh, fan fiction, uh, and it's, erotic it's, Ebola Those are usually fiction. pretty cheap, right? How much are that? Hmm. Uh, this is uh, actually going on Kindle for two ninety nine. Yeah, I think they're usually about 3 bucks. yeah. Um, I'll read from the description just to give you guys a good overview of what we're looking yeah, at. Yeah, I need to hear what this is about. Um, all right, in uh, extremely big headline-style block writing, warning, this filthy taboo tale is extremely explicit, 18-plus only. Now in regular font, Rachel and the man of the house have locked themselves in, inside in order to stay safe against the Ebola outbreak burning its way through the human population. Which we know it is. Rachel is young, fertile, and even since she caught him in a compromising and totally inappropriate situation, Wait, what? she's been wanting him to take her heart and without protection. Yeah, they really start throwing pronouns around quickly in this without telling you who these pronouns relate to. Yeah. Like, it's... When she caught him. There's no punctuation to slow down that sentence. That's why I just kind of roll. Uh, she got him. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's just excited, like, fucking typing this out. Yeah, I don't think people uh, really edit fan fiction a whole lot. No. And it says, but how can she convince him to propagate the species with her? This story is way too taboo to say anymore here. Satisfy your post-apocalyptic apocalyptic fantasies and take a look inside. We all have them. Um, if you're normal... You do? Am I talking against our listenership, or do you think I'm okay with that? No, that's fine. Yeah, I think I think a lot of our listeners probably like uh, post-apocalyptic fetish. Oh, the first page is posted, or the first paragraph is posted. How weird is that? Okay. Uh, here's the first paragraph in the book. You don't realize what kinds of things a person is capable of doing in moments of desperation when we're placed in the most extreme circumstances. My name is Rachel, and just a year ago, I was a normal teenage girl starting college. I did yoga. I was into photography. And I wanted to get into dot, dot, dot. Mic drop. I don't oh. have a mic to drop, but... Oh, oh yeah, you... please don't. <laughs> the <laughs> and, show just and, has yeah. this loud clang. And now it's, now it's just Jeremiah talking. Yeah. So um, that exists. And if you go to our Amazon link, um, you can... I might have to get that. it exists, too. And then just surf on over and buy, like, I don't know, X-Men Days of Future Past on Blu-ray or something. And uh, we'll get a small cut back from that. Cool. There's our mid-roll advertising. <laughs> Sure. Actually, we don't work that in very often, so it's kind of good when we do it once in a while. It, organically, too. Didn't sound forced. No. Uh, not like this Ebola's Craigslist ad. Did yeah. You, uh, did you read the ad? I did, absolutely. I read the ad, then I read the, the article about the ad. Um, I don't think I read an article about the ad, but it's um a guy uh, posted on Craigslist. Yeah, it was a 36-year-old guy um, posted essentially... Well, it's actually not too far off from, you know, the post-apocalyptic fan fiction there. This guy saying, hey, I'm 36. I know the Ebola outbreak is going to, you know, fuck everybody over here. So I have a bunker in, oh, of all places, the Vermont Mountains. He said he's from Boston. Yeah, that's really awesome, the Vermont Mountains. So he came up to the Vermont Mountains, uh, built like a bunker. He had pictures of the bunker online, and he's like looking for a fertile woman who can uh, pretty much, 
in case we're down there for years after the Ebola outbreak wipes people no, out. No, 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 not the Ebola outbreak. The Obocalypse. Which almost sounds like an Obama lips. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he calls it the Obocalypse. Okay. Ebolocalypse. Ebolocalypse, yeah. I would have called it that. He needed a couple more syllables. Yeah, yeah. I don't if we, think if we can say Metalocalypse, it. we can say Ebolocalypse. No, we can't. I tried. Absolutely a tongue yeah. twister. So he posted this saying, We want some nice, like a fertile woman. He was even like, If you have kids already, that's great, but. I also probably just want to want to toss it in there, and you know we can propagate the the species. Yeah, so his to propagate, the earth. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, his to propagate. Yes, and that's what he wanted. So it was kind of this. I wonder if it's the same person related, but um, well, I got the idea after seeing the Amazon ad. Probably. Yeah, probably on our website. It was uh, Boston. I'm not actually, saying I'm not saying we created this story, but I'm saying it may have we organically we been made from this man going and seeing our link on our webpage, and then I'm pretty doing sure this. I'm pretty sure we made this story. Yeah. And we made it happen. Boston Podcast, reporting the news we make. That's right. That's the only news I, news I like. Yeah. Uh, I love some of the responses he got. Did you well, read he actually, he got like, Well, the thing is, it turns out he, 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 he came forward and was like, this is actually just a joke. Oh, he's he got was, a husband. It was, he's, got, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a wife. He's yeah. got kids. Um, he's like, I'm not actually looking to meet somebody. He actually got some legitimate responses. Or I'm guessing they seem well, pretty le- legit. Legitimate to a degree. Yeah, I mean, they could be joke responses, too. But one person was actually like, I want to know more about you, because obviously we're going to spend years in a bunker together uh and you're gonna you know pound some kids out of me then we gotta gotta make sure i know you a little bit first yeah the, this one was at a, least give a it, like, 34 year old mother of three girls yeah wanted to get in his sex bunker with the three girls and make three more kids like, like how big is this bunker are there rooms to put them in so they can have nerdy naughty time no the pictures showed four like a, a hallway with all four mattresses like so bunk him, beds so if he picked this woman he'd be getting it on with her in front of it looked kids. like a mo- like mobile home essentially like the and she has three daughters if they're in there long enough probably getting on with all four of them eventually yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. spread those jeans yeah no, no pun intended oh yeah yeah although i don't could. know yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the quote from the 34-year-old mother, mother of three girls from uh, Milford. I don't know where that is. Uh, her, she's quoted as saying, I'm sure you were inundated with replies to your ad. I know you're right in the country we know is about to end. Quote, I am fertile, healthy, and fit. Play, please, let me hear, uh, please let me hear back from you that this is legit, as well as a little more about yourself. And that's yeah. the person you're well, talking about. I want to get about. to know you, yeah. crazy bunker man, because <laughs> uh, you're clearly just all with it because you've looked ahead far enough the, the interesting thing i mean he realized that he it's pretty much about like the hypermedia of coverage of this and the the call you know people talk about the outbreak of ebola what like four people now in the u.s gotten it almost every single one of them being directly tied to working with people with ebola and feces and blood and you know exactly and mishandled cases so it's far from an outbreak but you know this person kind of played on that sensationalism and actually got some realistic responses, which doesn't surprise me because people are actually that paranoid about it. Like, oh, fuck, it's coming for me. Yeah, and as much as the paranoia is around us and we uh, we really don't need to pay attention to it too much, at least right now, because honestly, it's it's a really hard to catch disease and it's only in a few places. So it's really not in my top list of things to worry about. Um, nope. I mean, even, with, even with, as close with, as New York, uh, which is which, the closest it's got now. Which oh. is weird because now with levels of Ebola humor starting to circulate, like you almost have to wonder, like, is it funny? Is it not funny? I mean, if someone made a joke about the flu, which kills 20,000 people a year in the U.S., yeah, it's people are going to laugh about a flu joke, yeah. even though it kills so many people. So is it wrong to laugh about an Ebola joke? Too soon. When it only killed, like, one person in this entire nation? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I get right. the too soon idea, but well, although it's not because if, if, if you're first of all, a numbers this, game, how many people are you? It's not too there? soon because I'm sh- pretty sure it, since we've been talking, somebody probably died of the flu. I mean, exactly. Um, and I get, I understand the numbers are there, like the the it's a larger number, it's but a few, a, a, such a tiny percentage of people die from ma- the flu, whereas a higher percentage of people die from Ebola. So if you get it, you're much more screwed. But it's so much more difficult to get. You can't. Somebody's gonna sneeze on you, and you're not gonna get sure. Ebola. But essentially, what, eat if, their that, shit if that's and true, drink their blood, then, then yeah, okay, you got something to worry about. If that's true about the whole you shouldn't make jokes about Ebola, which has killed almost no one, and you can make jokes about the flu, basically what that means is there is a numbers game on too soonedness for jokes. Yeah, because it's in the media right now, and it's at the front of people's minds. Yeah. Like, it's not like it hasn't been happening. Well, and actually, somebody did sort of make a joke about it in a way. There's the, uh, in, in Texas. Uni- yeah, right? University Park in Texas, a uh, house is getting a lot of attention because for their Halloween decorations... They put up quarantine tape and hazardous waste drums, and uh, the owner was dressed in protective gear yeah. and carried a clipboard, which, you know, kind of made him look yeah, like, like CDC worker type yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. And, you know, of course, it's in Texas where an outbreak, obviously, I mean, outbreak, uh, it it has occurred, actually, in Texas. And I understand why some people might be a little freaked out by this. One, like, he, he made sure to not put the word Ebola anywhere nope, near it. No, nope, absolutely um, nowhere. And after the cops actually showed up, like, the first time, he was sure to actually put, like, Happy Halloween, like, in a banner to let people know. Except yeah. for the most part, it's been overwhelmingly positive um, response. Yeah, but rather I, than some people who have been like, you can't you can't make jokes about anything. Yeah, he said he uh, basically was thinking about what would be the scariest set of Halloween decorations this year. And he decided Ebola, yeah. Ebola was scary. And he went to a uh, a hospital auction and bought all the uh, necessary things to do this decorating scheme for 150 bucks. 100, yeah, it was all yeah. done. Yeah, and I think like, and he sounds like he's doing it responsibly. And he's like thinking about like, oh, he he thought ahead of time like some people are going to be upset by this, so I'm going to try to make it, you know, not too controversial. But it is kind of getting it's a little like meta, I guess. You know, it's taking something that does does legitimately scare somebody, making something out of it, but also not in a way that you should necessarily expect it to be real when they when they exactly it. no it's it's one of those things if you don't like it just honestly turn your head maybe take if, one if extra you know it's a, go an extra block up to get to your house if you don't want to see it. yeah i, I don't and care. the other thing like too like they're they're coming across it they're realizing it's not real right so they're coming to the realization so it's clearly not that real to actually even be to terrify people into thinking it's a problem but the people look at it and go i definitely need to take offense at this for some reason yeah. because i just oh again because it's like too soon they don't actually think about why like does it does it really uh, am i really offended by this and the same thing with uh saying taking offense is uh people are actually kind of pissed off about the sexy ebola containment suit costume that's right. being sold online right now I believe you can get it on amazon uh, i was just looking to see what the link was but i'm pretty sure you can find it pretty easily um, it sells for fifty nine ninety nine, and is available. It's essentially in a sexy nurse costume with various a mask, sizes. Like, they, yeah. they took like two different costumes. They're like yellow rubber boots, yeah. white knee highs, a sexy nurse gown with the uh, worst, it looks like it has a triangle type hazmat yeah. CDC symbol on it. Also, the least effective like hazmat suit. Seeing as most of it is like, there's a lot of skin. There's showing. a lot of skin, and if it's Ebola, you want to see no skin. Exactly, they were talking about just the the gaps in the, uh, the between neck, the neck yeah. is being you know such an issue with yeah, the two nurses, nurses gear. Got exposed to it because yeah. they had no neck guard. And yeah, that was all it took was their necks being exposed. So this uh, sexy uh, Ebola nurse here suits, is probably yeah. not a very effective. She's got Ebola. tats too. He's probably How not going to look very good in a while. Uh, I've never met one. But. I guess I haven't either, but there's probably some. Yeah, sure. Here, we've not? been reading a lot offline. Uh, let's see. Item details. As the deadly Ebola virus trickles its way through the United States, <laughs> fighting its disease. At least they got that right. It's, I, trickling. <laughs> it's not like it's 
uh, flowing through. Or it's... Oh, here we go. Uh, fighting its disease is no reason to compromise style. The short dress and chic gas mask will be all the talk in Milan, London, Paris, and New York as the whole world's fashionistas seek global solutions to hazmat couture. Ending plague isn't the endeavor of a single woman, so be sure to check out the men's Ebola containment costume for a great couple's costume idea. And the, and the thing, the men's one probably just looks like a fucking hazmat suit. Because the guys' ones don't have to be sexy, you know? Here you but go. here's a fucking hazmat suit. And Come the to- women's one is just like, it's got to be tight, and there's like sexy, there's sexy boots. Oh yeah, there's no sexy man's costume really. No. Actually, kind of, but not really. I just I just walk around with my like dick out in any costume that I have. Yeah, That's the sexy it. part, right? Dumbo. Women Dumbo. love looking at dicks, that's why I send Dumbo. dick pics all the time, yeah. Like, d- the dick is a very beautiful... I super glue a feather to the tip of my uh, penis so I can pull off hmm. the Dumbo thing. Remember the feather scene? I do, yeah. yeah. Just just super glue a feather to your dick and walk around with your, Dumbo. your dick out. Dumbo. Yep. Uh, let's see. This costume, if you're looking to buy it for the $60, features an Ebola white costume dress. I didn't know that was a color, by the way. Ebola white? Ebola white. white. <laughs> huh. it sounds like, a, like an actor's name. Like, this year, winning the Oscars, Ebola white! <laughs> So what was your movie about? Mostly Ebola. Yeah. <laughs> Typecast for yeah. some reason. Always get um, Ebola movies. Also comes in the Ebola face shield, a breathing mask, safety eye goggles, blue latex gloves, boots not included, and they don't even mention the leggings. I'm guessing leggings not either. No, so you get like kitchen gloves, a white nurse's generic dress, and then like this breathing apparatus that's made of plastic. Yeah, yeah. 60 bucks. Yeah. Oh, you no. can make a better one than that going to the hardware store. And like the mall, yeah, and and or, honestly, and just robbing a sexy nurse. Well, yeah, we save that for after. That's the late night Hall- Halloween night stuffs. Okay, well, it is for me. So we're talking costumes here. There's yeah, we're still con- talking costume co- costume controversy. This one comes fresh out of the Walmart realm. Yeah, this actually I heard about today from uh, Kelly, my wife. She uh, she texted me and says, "Oh my god, have you been at on Walmart?" No, no, I haven't. Not. <laughs> of course. Well, you know when you get excited and you kind of like spat out the information wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she basically let me know that uh, as of this morning, early, uh, Walmart had a new section for Halloween costumes that I don't think any of us have ever seen before. Uh, fat girl Halloween costumes. Yeah, specifically, and it's, and it's not us saying it's girl. not us saying them. Therefore, fat girls. We're saying that's what they titled it. Yes. That's that's where the problem comes in. It's not that they have plus size uh, adult Halloween costumes, which is generally how you would see them advertised. They would say plus size. They, yeah. they say fat girl costumes. Well, you know when they say plus size, that's kind of like forcing someone to say the n word because they know what the actual word is. Right, right. But now they're having to say this other word, which means it, so they don't have to say it. They don't. But we say all it know okay. what they yeah. mean when yeah. they say. So when I hear someone say like, "Oh, that's a plus size dress." I, I know it means fat girl dress. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I have issues with changing words to make people happy. Well, I mean, I, I could say, I mean, plus size sounds a little, uh, I mean, I, you might, you know, it's might very you, a, much of a, you, like a euphemism, but it is definitely, there's something different than saying it's an additional size. Why well, are we battling obesity? Like, you yeah. know, when it said fat girl costume, it's like fat shaming, right? I'm not saying we shift that shame. Just saying <laughs> that's like, kind of that's a totally different <laughs> epidemic, uh, psychological issue. <laughs> I'm not saying we should fat shame. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like you know, plus size pretty much says the same thing. That's it. Right. It says the same thing. They're just prettying it up. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm taking I think a weird stance I, here. I think it's less. <laughs> I think that's less prettying up because that is what it is. It's not coming up with a whole new term. It's like saying it is a larger size, and I mean, it, it's also kind of actually. 
Uh, I think even plus size is a little offensive because you're saying there's True. normal size and there's not normal size, right? True. But at least it does say, oh, here's a size up. It sounds a little exactly. bit. Exactly. It sounds a little bit better than just flat out saying, if you're this size, it means you're fat. Now, one of the reasons I made that very strange point is to then come around to American Indian costumes being sold on Walmart's website also. Um, I scrolled through them because there was a uh, mention of them in this article, and I went back and looked. Oh, those are terrible. They're Well, they're all Pocahontas, but a little sluttier. Well, the, the slutty, the sexy Pocahontas. First but, of all, the real Pocahontas was like 13, so that'd be fucking Extremely creepy. slutty, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 13-year-old be slutty to you? I, I was going to say inappropriate, but... <laughs> you know, potato uh, Tonka truck. <laughs> But what I love about looking at these uh, Native American costumes right. was that 90% of them, we'll say 9 out of 10 on the one page, were Native, 90% sexy fine. Native American costume. Right. One, right dead center in the middle of all of them, says sexy Indian costume. Okay. And I love how that slipped through. Like, they didn't do the distinction. Cause, yeah. Because it's not a sexy Indian. It's not a, a dot forehead, gowns. From India. From India, gold. What you, you know, should be you know, calling Indians versus Native American. Yeah. It was actually a sexy. store jumpsuit. It was a sexy Native American costume. It in, was. In amongst other sexy Native like American Pocahontas. costumes. And, and that one slipped through. Indian, yeah. It, number one, is offensive in the same way that fat to plus size is. Or, I mean, vice versa. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, but it's also, like, completely inaccurate. What if you really wanted an Indian costume to wear? At so you all type in sexy Indian costume, you get this You'd get a Native, Native American, American costume. Thing. What yeah. if you just ordered it without, like, looking at the pictures? Exactly. People do that? Yeah. You'd end up with uh, the, the slutty 13-year-old costume. Yeah. From from ancient history. Which you could probably also type in and get, yeah. It's, well, that's just what they sell at Forever 21. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just, that's just wardrobe now. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. So, um, yeah, this uh, Walmart essentially fucked up pretty bad. They did not mean to put that up. And well, it got because of, down yeah, and... based on what it is, because it's under the actual like a category, and yeah. uh, from what I can see, uh, especially being a developer, sometimes you in development you name things differently. I mean, I I never put anything that offensive because of that reason. I'm like something could slip through yeah, accidentally, and like they this, yeah. they forget to change. There's so much shit they're pushing so quickly in different nightly builds and all that. And they tag something the wrong way and like for a fun little gag in in the process of development and then it slipped through and this is what happens now walmart has to fucking apologize for this one thing that of all the things walmart does is probably actually the least of the worries but it's a thing that people jump on now what i think is great and i don't know how many people out there realize this is that um since that page has been taken down uh by the time you hear this it'll be long gone yeah um i went looking for it's, the it's, page. it's it's completely gone if you click on the link that was in that article it actually goes to adult plus size halloween costumes correct but you can't go to a fat girl's costume page no they, they well all they did is rename it they just renamed but the page being the uh clever expert i am in, on the internet and I, I learned a while back the uh the, this clever technique some of you may or may not know about uh, a lot of websites will have a search bar. Right. Um, you can type anything you want into that, and it'll look for it. Anything. I mean, yeah, fucking oh, yeah. have fun with it tonight. Go home, turn it's your computers, just go somewhere and find a search bar. There's so it's much essentially fun. It's essentially like a, yeah. It's yeah. Like- Walmart search bar, even though that page is gone, if you type in fat girl costume, it just brings up all the plus size stuff now. Yeah, and here's the just thing. Just the search term. Is I'm curious if that's because of... The uh, the fact that those searches had already obviously been done, so it was kind of cache. It's actually in the search memory, all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure they use like you know a special search indexing engine, all that kind of stuff. Um, or if it's just because search engines are actually relatively intelligent, and if you type that in to Google, will it give you a plus size model or plus size um, adult costumes as well? 
Is it because it's smart enough to know if somebody types in fat girl costume, they want plus size, whatever? Or is it because the it's, like, embedded in the search? I don't know if there's a way for them to get, like, if... Which way that goes? With how intuitive the internet's been getting, I bet you anything that there's a certain level of, oh, we saw that earlier. We know what you're looking for. Yeah. And it just brings you there, whether the people who run it want it to or not. It's well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if they're doing, like, you're probably using, there's, like, programs like Solar and all these things that do in full text searches, and usually they're relatively smart. You can actually do, like, essentially synonyms. They know that if you type in adult, you know, fat girl costume, they could be like, okay, plus equals fat, you know, like, et cetera. It doesn't mean that that's what the people on the website think. But exactly. That's what the the uh, idiot algorithm wants to think. So uh, you know what we've talked. We this is was a nice discussion piece. How we just roll into like the real classic web droppings. Sure. Web dropping. Jared, looks All right. like you have the first one. I right. have not yeah. read this story, so I'm kind of curious to see what you brought to the table. Going this week. around the world, Pakistan this time. Um, this is uh, the the. Headline is Pakistan has lots of problems now. Add cannibalism. Now the way the this is news now is because they are uh, actually have introduced legislation in their form of you know the uh, parliament the National Assembly that's what it calls. Uh, they've introduced a bill in the National Assembly to clarify anyone who exhumes a corpse with intent to cook, eat, sell, or to use for magic purposes. This all. Believe me, like the, ties into something. Like magic gathering yeah. purposes? <laughs> I, if, if it's ambiguous enough, it could be interpreted that way. We'll face a mandatory jail sentence of between 10 years and life behind bars. Um, a second bill would make eating human flesh punishable, punishable by at least seven years in jail. Now, the reason this is is actually because uh, there have been documented cases of cannibalism actually occurring in, in Pakistan before. And I'm sure probably elsewhere on the globe. I'm not exactly sure what the... Uh, link is in Pakistan, but what there is something in the recent past, just a couple years ago, um, there were uh, two brothers who were arrested for exhuming a number of corpses, and they essentially the uh, cops came in and found that they were like cooking up someone's leg. Yeah, you know? so it was a twenty-four-year-old cancer victim, right? Yeah, girl. yep. And it turns out they, uh, I think, they either admitted to or they found out that they had done this like five corpses before. Because there wasn't actually no clear law against it, or and there wasn't actually laws that were harsh enough that they could actually apply to this, mm-hmm. they ended up only serving something like uh, what was like ten months in prison or something like that, or a few months. It was it was not very much. And anyway. no one fucked with them. What are you guys here yeah. for? Yeah. We ate a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. What guy has it? No, we ate. We fucking no. I mean, we just. I mean, we you know dug up the grave and we fucking out. grilled her. Oh yeah, I've done that too. Yeah, no, spit, no, spit roasting. No, 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 no. Fucking on we, grill. We, we fuck. I put her in my mouth. Yeah, me too. Like everything turns into a weird sexual yeah. euphemism. <laughs> like somebody's very not good at capture. Like the, yeah. the difference we, between we them. chopped her up. Oh, I did that once. Yeah, yeah. I don't even get dick. where you get that like sexually <laughs> out of that. Yeah. I took a knife and I cut it into her flesh and I fucking sawed through bone and that was hard. Okay, and I did that and then I peeled the fucking fillets and put it on a grill and fucking cooked it. Let me think for a second. <laughs> Yeah, I could make something sexual out of that. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. So they uh, looked it up. They got two years in prison when they did this. Uh, and it was because it had kind of uh, opened up this understanding there was a gap in the law saying they were like, oh, the only thing they could get them on is disturbing a gravesite. They obviously threw the book at them to try to get them as much prison time for that for as possible. That, yeah, that was probably the maximum. Yeah, so they got two years. And, of course, people were really angry about that. Um, and turns out that they were – the police earlier this year were called back to the brother's residence – 
after neighbors reported a nasty smell. When the police arrived, they discovered a sever- severed skull of a toddler, and one of the brothers reportedly confessed to using the corpse to make curry. Um, so they were arrested, but this time they charged them under the anti-terrorism statute. I'm not sure how they decided to do that this time no. and why they couldn't do that the first time. So uh, in June, they got a tw- they both got 12-year prison sentences instead. Um, I don't understand how that works, but I do know toddler's heads make the best curry. Yeah, you know, it's weird that I, I know that as well. Yeah, it's, it's the smell that comes out of them when they're, they're first detached. It yeah. automatically kind of smells like curry. What do you get from Walmart if you type in toddler curry into their <laughs> search bar? <laughs> <laughs> I'll find out. <laughs> well, I'm curious what the hell. First of all, you get uh, flagged again. Well, you're fucking screwed anyway. Oh, I'm, I, yeah. One day they're just going to knock my door and be like, what is it? Which one? What, yeah. Which thing did I <laughs> yeah. say? I'm just curious. Actually, can I read the report on me that your computer generated? I really want to <laughs> yeah. see. <what> my- <laughs> I am so curious. Yeah, who am I to you people? Because I can tell you who I am. Um, so at least uh, you type like podcast research after everything from now on. I but- should. <laughs> toddler curry yeah, podcast I, re- I really research. i really haven't as much as i probably should. i also don't think that's a way to get around it they're not just gonna be like oh okay because otherwise every criminal would be doing that that is really looking <laughs> like uh no movie shit. research need to kill neighbor yeah and then yeah. like next to it just researching a screenplay <laughs> yeah, <laughs> screenplay research um so th- th- that's mostly what i had to say about the story there is one thing though um that I guess people use the different body parts for witchcraft as well, and that's uh, popular enough where they added that, you know, for magic purposes into Mm -hmm. the bill. Yeah. And people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe they didn't have a law in the books against cannibalism. Turns out that if this got passed, it would actually be one of the very few countries to actually enact a law like this. Most countries, including the United States, don't have anything very explicitly against cannibalism. We just have – Tougher laws that it could be maybe interpreted against, be like, okay, we could have some malicious yeah, that makes law sense. tampering with a dead body, all these things. So, but they're actually going to create like a real explicit, trying to create a real explicit anti cannibalism law. So, as, so don't, if you want to cannibalize, should. Uh, you can now pretty easily over you there, watch, but you boy. You Walking Dead this past Sunday, didn't you? I did not. Oh, dealt more of the cannibals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, just, at the end of the last episode, they were like hiding out, and oh, and they got the guy, and he was eating his leg yeah, and all that shit. Let me just say one thing: they're they're moving pretty quick with this one. Okay. Cool. Things are happening. It's been a good fire. season so far, just the two episodes, but I'll I'll be watching the new one tonight. I just didn't uh, didn't have a chance last night. All right. So next story, we yeah, have the you got? House of Horrors. Um, a grave mm-hmm. robber historian dug up twenty nine girls and dressed them up for birthday parties. Yeah. For himself. Yeah. Essentially. Um. Well. Oh God. Yeah. Go on. Cause- he, he dug up one hundred and fifty graves in total, but ended up with about twenty nine corpses, all uh, young girls, I believe, between like three, three and thirteen, and three and twelve. Right. Yeah. Very very young. He's got girls. a cut off. Yeah, and then after he, that, they're just grannies. Then he dressed them up in various clothes, and he put stockings over their faces and arms, I'm guessing to reflect uh, human skin, so we couldn't see, like, the rot, maybe? I, I don't know. I'm not going to try to get inside this guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. He even dressed one of them specifically to look like a teddy bear. I'm guessing one of the younger ones. Yeah, don't, don't type into the search now just, like, why do people put nylons on dead bodies when dressing them up for tea parties? <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, no, no, that. no. The better, better search answer, or question would be: Which nylons do yeah, you use? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to about nylons. Man. I don't want any runs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just. Oh, yeah. you're a professional. Um, so why was he doing this? Well, let's see. Well, this guy's actually considered to be quite a genius. People, he yeah, speaks so he's thirteen, 13 languages, languages yeah. is extremely brilliant. 
And they're not really sure why he did it, except for the He's fact that he wanted to have said, right? these, like, tea parties and birthday parties. This was not historical research. Or no, but I, I was reading, and part of it, he said he he uh, dug into the past of all these people and created, like, backstories from based on their information. Oh, like, so okay. So he actually dug into the history. Of the, that's it ins- doesn't give you a... That's real, insanely oh. insane. Oh, okay. I understand now. <laughs> it doesn't make it any better, but... He did actually do, he did, the historian part of him came out. I don't know why it led him to be like, well, maybe I'll dig up some little girls. Yeah, so. yeah, he got caught doing it. I mean, he's filmed himself too, so there's no lack of proof. There's the bodies, yeah, there's, there's all kinds yeah. of video evidence that he recorded. And Oh, and, and this, I, I believe this actually happened a couple of years ago, I guess, right? He, or something like that. And uh, 2011. Yeah, yeah. And, and what happened is that he recently was found unfit to... Stand trial or again? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they keep trying to put him into trial, and yeah. he's mentally unfit. I, so. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say I can actually buy this that this time. Okay. Genius or not, uh, a lot of geniuses are kind of fucked up anyway. But um, I'm wondering if uh, tea parties were the extent of this. I wonder if he like was doing munging with them. Oh, munging. Uh, are you familiar with that term? Uh, not really. No. Uh, no I mean, like, I'm familiar with the term. I don't know where it comes from. Okay, munging is something that I actually just learned about this past Friday. Um, is this like a and it was kind of out of the blue, and it led to, like, once I read this story, I was like, oh, these go hand in hand. Uh, okay. Mungi is uh, something you look up on Urban Dictionary. I don't see any reports on the internet of it actually happening or any proof. Could be, like, another urban legend type yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's essentially the digging up of the corpse of a woman, just okay. like in this story. Gotcha. Uh, but totally with you there. But you don't take her out of the graveyard. You leave her there. Okay. Lay her on her back. It's gotta um, be in the graveyard or it's not real Mungi. No, I don't think it matters, but it's just easier there. Yeah, why bring it home? Yeah. Unless you're going to press it up for a tea party. Uh, you have one of your friends uh, put their face directly on the dead woman's vagina, mouth okay. open. Right. And then Still the other you. friend uh, runs and jumps on her Beats stomach. Beats a flashlight. Okay. Right. And then you uh, you take into your mouth all that comes. So the, like, insides the of insides, this person. The, the mostly liquefied Do you have to swallow? I, it, didn't, it wasn't clear. But yes, that is what munging is. Um, if anyone asks you if you ever want to mung, don't 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 do it. Well, and even if you said sure, and then you get there, you should then you can back out. That's not a verbal contract at that point. If you don't know what it means, uh, you don't have to feel peer pressure to mung. If the you know the kids are munging, uh, that you don't you don't need to. Well, oh, I was trying to, to create a saying like a bumper create, sticker. Yeah, if the, the kids, kids are munging, don't come a coming. I was thinking like tongue-in or youngin. Oh, uh, you know, youngins, it ain't cool, mungin. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we can figure it we'll out. Work we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll do that in post. Out. Yeah. We'll even edit in a better version of what you just said. Yeah. We can find out. There's yeah. one. I'll also like uh, James Earl Jones or somebody read it too, so it's like obviously not me. Very clear. All right. Um, like I need that. That was gross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, moving on with the uh, the horror theme, I think we're going oh, yeah. to go into well, your story with the headmaster skeleton. We're keeping on, I think uh, almost every single story this month has have been horror-themed, right? Which, almost everyone. Which has actually been kind of tough, I, I have to admit. I've passed up a lot of other good stories. Yeah. We're hoping our show doesn't suffer from this, that our listeners aren't fatigued. I think, fatigued. Eh, I think we, we can get it. You know, it's a month, we're excited about horror. This has been um, a very sedate episode, too, where we've been very controlled, where we're holding back a little. You just brought up... Uh, Putting your mouth over a dead woman's vagina and getting their internal organs and shit smashed into your mouth yep. by a friend jumping on it. Very sedate. This could be our first <laughs> not explicit show. Uh, let's see. Thirteen-year-olds uh, are sluts. Um, I think I fat shamed earlier. <laughs> you know, and the problem is, uh, I agree with you. It's actually been a pretty tame, sedate show. It's actually yeah. kind of puts it in We're gonna perspective. We're going to take off the explicit uh, banner for this. I think one. so. Yeah, this is kind of tame. This is PG. Yeah. Um. So this is a pretty quick story, actually. I just thought it was interesting. This is uh. About a head teacher that died in the 60s. Head teacher. 
Oh, see, now you're getting yeah. dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Got to put that explicit uh, thing right back on now. Jeez, man. Was you he the it. headmaster? He was, actually, the headmaster. Bader? Yes, it says that here, too. <laughs> he was actually the headmaster, Bader. He was uh, taught a masturbation class. They have those in the yeah. 60s to try to teach kids, uh, you know, uh, be a man. The proper way to be masturbate, yeah. That's what my dad told me. You masturbate like a man or don't be one at all. Okay. <laughs> and when he didn't see me masturbating hard enough, he chopped my penis off. No, he was dancing to Doris Day in one of my mom's dresses when he Oh, okay, it. yeah. But he observed the masturbation to make sure it was done yeah. correctly. Someday I'll dig up dead girls and make a tea party. Woo! Skittly doo! <laughs> Where's your penis? Whack it. Uh, headmaster. Bader. Yeah. <laughs> I get it now. Um, died in the 60s. This is uh, uh, in Romania. And his dying wish was to have a skeleton placed in the biology lab for the benefit of the pupils studying the subject. And um, I guess he was notorious. He was 10 years after starting, he became the head teacher. And he never, he was notorious for never missing a day of class ever. Um, and so he was like, okay, I'm never going to miss a day of class. Go right in front of the class. Like a little macabre, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of interesting, though. Yeah, he, health and he's safety. He's always there. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of creepy. That it's like, I mean, I guess, I, I don't know why, because a skeleton's a skeleton, but it's kind of interesting that, like, I think it's kind of cool and also a little creepy. Like, I think it's cool that that was his dying wish, although a little bit, like, chose something different, but that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it lives on, it? a legacy lives on. Uh, health and safety officials recently discovered the history of the skeleton and immediately removed it from the school, um, but I guess it actually was... That was so they could actually check it out and specially treat it before putting it back in the classroom. Much to the delight of the pupils, it says. So, uh, uh, yeah, I just thought it was cool. It was, so essentially, uh, it was health, of it, health officials wanted to make sure the bones were sealed properly and clean. Yeah. And it was probably handled by friends and relatives, so it had, like, pieces of meat still on it. Yeah, yeah. Tufts, <laughs> tufts of hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it was just chewed, like, was, raw it, by yeah. rats in a sewer. <laughs> it was... Dressed in a dress. Yeah, yeah, it's still got the tattered clothes he wore when he died. Yeah, it's like a penis written on his uh, skull, you know, like when people those, fall asleep at parties. Rats. Yeah, oh, <laughs> mischievous rat. First take your rat. face off, then they drop Draw dicks, dicks all, all over you. your face, man. Don't pass out at a rat party, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Don't go to a rat party. They're dicks. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jokes are horrible this week. <laughs> sorry, everyone. <laughs> I don't even like that. They're... <laughs> The, even the puns are bad for puns. <laughs> First, I don't. Most of them don't make sense, and even if they did, they'd be, yeah. <laughs> I like puns that don't make sense even more. Honestly, speaking of Satanism, yeah, yeah. You remember that Ten Commandments statue that was uh, the boon of one community's uh, local uh, boon? Wrong word. God, my brain's not working. There was a. Uh, <laughs> you're just staring at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I, 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 I gotta wait, wait for my, you to fucking give well, me. I gotta facts. wait for my show notes to load. Oh up. yeah, oh, yeah, I see. The, your your facts aren't loaded. But it was the uh, the courthouse that has the Ten Commandments in front of it. What's right. it was oh, that yeah. Iowa? It's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Right. The Oklahoma. State and and this is what we yeah. sort of reported on this before. Was this the same one with the statue of Baphomet? That yeah, the they Satanist wanted to put the Baphomet wanted. statue up, and yeah. the Satanists wanted to erect it. Yeah. Had the two kids lovingly. Another penis thing. Another penis one. Yeah, people freaked out about that, but it was already being cast. I think the last time we reported it, like it was on its way. Um, in the meantime, though, what happened was uh, a drunk individual who, oh, God, was he drunk? God, I can't load up my notes. Your Wi-Fi kicked out of me again. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Don't worry about it. Um, no, I, I, I don't actually, I don't recall if he was drunk, but I know that he declared himself as a uh, Satanist. Uh, and, he was, and, and he declared that he was off his meds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because uh, I, don't, I don't recall him actually saying he had been drinking or anything like that. So uh, it was just a matter of 
him deciding to drive into the Ten Commandments statue. Yeah, um, basically it said Satan decided to tell him to do it, and then when he got out, he walked into a federal building and started yelling uh, hateful things, including uh, he wanted to kill Obama. Yeah, yeah. And, he sounded, and then he said, well, I'm, I'm kind of crazy and I'm off my meds. Yeah, which a crazy person doesn't typically say. Like, that's not the first thing to roll out of a crazy person's mouth. Not yet. I'm off my meds. I'm nuts. That's usually somebody who wants to get away with doing something crazy. Exactly. And be like, oh, whoops. That was my first thought when I read this story. Like, oh, this guy's clearly sane and is trying to create an insanity plea. Right. But that's it. That's the only reason he would do it. No crazy person's like, stab, stab, stab. Sorry, I killed you. I'm off my yeah. meds. By the way, here's a list of my medical history and everything. Yeah. I got it all sorted in this nice portfolio here. As you'll see, I'm supposed to be on these meds. Uh, the thing, the, the Satanists and the ACLU, well, the ACLU is also against the statue. Yeah. Uh, the Most Ten people are against the yeah. statue, except the, for, like, the religious... Well, pretty much, the, yeah, now. because it's a st- on state, it's like a the state property. It breaks property. the law, yeah. Essentially, yeah. And that's where the statue of Baphomet was kind of a compromise, if you want to call it that, more of a point on the Satanist part, saying, okay, if you can do this, we freedom of this. religion, if that's how you, what you're going to use to Which argue that we can do this. the city put back their petition saying they weren't accepting any new petitions for monuments... Right. Year. Yeah. Yeah. That was their polite way of saying we're not letting you put it up. The the funny thing about this, the Satanists too, like they were like, okay, we condemn this, and part of the reason they condemned it, they're like, because our fucking statue will just be a weird religious statue if it's not next to the Ten Commandments, or like it's going to be va- vandalized, and they hope people are nice to them back. Well, maybe that too. Yeah, but I mean, I'm thinking if they're like, good, fucking great, that statue's broken. You guys suck. Dick. Th- people are probably gonna. Th- I'm actually <laughs> that's, <his> spoke- yeah. <laughs> that's their spokesman. <laughs> it literally comes out and just says that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, Eat a dick and joke on it. <laughs> it Satan is for life, baby. Uh, the governor... Uh, <laughs> Satan is for life, baby. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why. What's the guy's name from American Idol? <laughs> Which one? The, the, oh, you mean like Seacrest? Seacrest. What's his whole name? Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. yeah. All I could think of when you were like, yeah, Satan is for life, baby, was Seacrest out. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like that's he, like just a closing he's, line? He's their spokesman. Oh, okay. And that's like, so yeah, coming up. Yeah, suck a dick. Satan is for Your life. monument sucks. Satan for life. Seacrest out. All right. And he just walks off camera, drops the mic. Okay. Comes back, sticks his tongue out, metal fingers. Like, sounds, like diagonal on camera. Sounds very non-Seacresty. Well, there's a reason why he doesn't age, and he keeps getting gigs where he does ah, nothing. Ah, deal with the devil. Money. Deal with the devil. If you make money emceeing, you must have made a deal with the devil. And I don't mean emceeing like rapping. I mean like being a pretty face who walks up on stage and announces every show on every channel. Yeah. And that's your job. He did it right once. <laughs> Boom. Uh, you know Podcast. who didn't do it right? That co-host he had in American Idol season one. I don't I don't think I've ever seen a single episode. No, but... I don't recall. I mean, I, that's the thing. It, it they're they're a, obviously not memorable. It was memorable. a Hollywood joke that there was this dude who, like, worked with them in the first season. Okay. And they both were standing side by side doing the same job, essentially, and then suddenly one of them wasn't there anymore. Oh, okay. And whenever it's brought up, it's like, oh, yeah, that 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 guy. And the reason, you know, Seacrest names. Ah. Yeah. He's probably pumping gas somewhere. Yeah. Like, that could have been me, man. Yeah. If I had only made that deal with the devil, ah, the devil won the banjo contest that day. <laughs> the uh, metaphorical banjo contest. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ah, the devil wanted me to suck his dick. Just couldn't suck the devil's dick, could you, Pete? Uh, I could have been Seacrest right now. Um, well. Yeah? Good for Satanism. Good for Satanism. I don't know it, where it no, actually... This was a good day for Satanism. <laughs> It was well. They came forward and they're like, "Hey, you know, Ten Commandments statues, okay. We're not, we're not against that. And like, you know, as long as we can do our thing." So, uh, right. next story we have on the docket. Is, oh yeah, this is this is uh this is all haunted me. Haunted house fail. Yeah, we talked about haunted houses last week. Yeah, uh, I mean like good ones. These are like not haunted houses like 
you go and expect to see ghosts. These are, you know, the commercial haunted houses around Halloween. You go and you get scared. Kids go through, whoever goes through. This is considered one of the best in the nation. Uh, not nearly as scary as a couple we mentioned last week, but uh, teetering on that, you know, getting close to that. Uh, this is actually in Montgomery, Illinois. I looked it up. It looks pretty cool. There's about, God, there's like a hundred and some odd people or something like that, uh, employed actors and stuff. Um, 60 different rooms that you wander through of these like various, yeah, like macabre settings and things. You're doing um, a great job of describing a haunted house. That's what, yeah. Well, this is the specific 60 rooms. Yeah. Every haunted house oh, has no, keep, 60 rooms. Keep going. Tell me how many windows it has. Uh, I did not read. Let me actually do a little bit of research on that here. Go ahead and uh, have some dead air for a while. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Uh, haunted house is supposed to be scary, blah, blah, blah. We talked about last week. There are some that you essentially get sexually assaulted when you go in there. But you Rape, sign a Jerry, fucking... The word is raped. Sexually assaulted, right? Yeah. No, right. I, I think I think I think we misreported last week. I believe since there's been ninety seven rapes. Just in general? Or? In the last five days since our last episode launched. In just in haunted houses. Yes. Just well if you go no, to the, no, in just one. If you if you go to the rape <laughs> one, yeah. It's the rape one. Yeah, you it says it right on the banner <laughs> outside. You should know. You sign a it's not a thing going in, you say, Yeah, rape's Well they okay. think they're clever. They did the shining thing where they wrote rape backwards. Oh, Epair? Yeah. Epar? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and everyone's hmm. just like, hmm, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Hmm. They're like, yeah, it's Mediterranean. Yeah. And they e- say it like all assholes yeah. like at you at the door. Like, ah, I don't know. Fucking Mediterranean. It's the Epar clause, man. Yeah. It's in every haunted house contract. They're like, what do you mean? They're like, it's kind of like Greek. And when, yeah. you, when you're like, dude, you don't have to have an ass. I'm just asking. Like, get in the get, yeah. get raped. Go, I mean, Epard. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> or Depar at that point. Uh... These this 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 apparently wasn't one of those rapey houses, you know. You're not, it wasn't Epar. It was it wasn't Epar. It wasn't a rapey. It wasn't any of that. You go in, you expect a good time, but get scared. It's one of the good ones. One of the number the number one in Chicago or area or Illinois or whatever. Since you said Epar, all I can think of is parkour for some reason. Epar, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like like you just run up and you like, like oh, you leapfrog into someone's anus, yeah, and you go Epar, but like like jumping and doing weird like. Yeah, you, like, you, like, you, like, stuff. you yeah. do like three jumps over some meters or something, yeah. and then like a fire hydrant into someone's anus, and then you spin off and bounce off and go back onto and them, then and you go Epar. Yeah, and then run away and evade yeah, arrest. They, they, they barely even know they were raped. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? Was I just Epard? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's all rage. You can feel it. Yeah. I caught that in 120 frames per second on my iPhone. <laughs> Want to see the slow mo? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Um, Epar. Epar. <laughs> not rape. It's <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> their slogan. That's their bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, not a non Epar, non rape, non Epar haunted house in Illinois. It's supposed to still be scary. These people, I guess when you go to a lot of these haunted houses, I've never been to one of these really good ones. Like, the experience starts, like, in the parking lot before you even enter. Like, people try to, like, scare you right off the bat. You don't know if it's part of it or not. Well, these two employees uh, in the parking lot were using, like, dildos and stuff and essentially assaulted, like, you know, po- I mean, they were trying to like, scare them and stuff, but, like, poking them and saying, like, sexually lewd things to the 17-year-old daughter and the mother. And I guess there were two other kids with her um, as well. They just didn't mention them in the story. And uh, the... You know, the parent and the daughter were freaked out enough where they were like, uh, well, if this is just the parking lot, I guess I don't want to see what's on the inside. And they left. <laughs> like, this is an EPAR house. Um, 
I guess, you know, of course, it was just, they, it's still, I'm not clear as to like, were you, they were supposed to be doing this? I don't think so. You know, I think they just thought this would be the scary thing to do. And, or were no, they I just mean, like, tomorrow on their, I could go wearing, they were like, dressed as clowns too. Yeah. Scary clowns. Tomorrow I can go wearing slacks and a blue vest and stand in front of Walmart with dildos and show people's faces. And yeah. It, it's not Walmart's fault I'm doing yeah. that, but I might look like God, I should be there. <laughs> came here for a fat girl costume, but I get stuck with dildos. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Uh, uh, I could kind of expect that from Walmart. Hey, fat girl, eat your dick sandwich! Yeah, come on now, <laughs> it's not okay. I'm plus size. Uh, I only eat dick wraps. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, you you we shouldn't get that treatment wherever you go. You know, it's just not okay. Uh, which Dildos. part of all of that? I'm pretty sure all of that is not okay. Yeah, most of it's not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so went back to most of it. Like, <laughs> apparently, there's something in there that's just a okay for Jeremiah. Now, uh, rounding out this uh, this group of stories is actually a uh, kind of an odd story. Um, a man. Well, the rest were just fine. Well, no, this, this one's actually the weirdest one. This one might be the weirdest because well, the circumstances aren't like like I know where dildos exist. I know where my hands are. I know why I a guy can combine would, the two and yeah. wave them in a woman's face. Right. I'm not going to. I've got two hands. I know where graveyards are. I can see why someone would dig up a four-year-old and dress him for a tea party. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Okay, what's the weirder one here then? All right, so this happened in, uh, oh gosh, Pakistan? Uh, I think, uh, I'm think. i once again still having issues with your Wi-Fi. I'm really sorry for our audience listening, but um, I'm having a hard time bringing my stories up. No, no, that's okay. It's a uh, uh, it on D- Dubai, screen? yeah. All right, this happened in Dubai. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't have it. You want to? Yeah. I'm sorry. There you go. There you are. So, uh, a court, a court in Dubai has granted a divorce to a man who says that his wife is possessed by spirits and refuses to have sex with him. Yeah, um, that's the, spe- the reason. The spirits that he's uh, particularly talking about are jinn. Um, Honey, not tonight. I'm possessed. Is that like exactly. an excuse in in Dubai? But this is like I don't know. She won't have sex with him. She's possessed, etc. All bad. But possessed by the spirit of a jinn, which yep. is essentially a genie. Right, right. Um, get wishes before you divorce her. Like, I wish like, you'd fuck me? I, I wish you'd start putting out. Yeah. I wish you'd stop turning your head around 360 degrees. <laughs> and ten more wishes. Here's my thing. I bet she's not possessed. No. And, okay, the, I think the odds are the, she doesn't like him. It was an arranged or forced marriage, maybe. Mm-hmm, yeah. And he's using this weird spiritual thing to get away with a whole lot of crap that can be done in these Middle Eastern countries, like that woman this week who was hung for right. killing her rapist. The Iranian. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like, these Middle Eastern They're countries have some really backwards laws. When it comes to women, they tend to be a lot more uh, well, yeah, hostile the, and arcane. It's not so much that somebody's claiming the wife's a genie. It's that they, this... That Dubai, like the actual government, issued the allowed him to get a divorce legally because of it. They're like, oh fuck, she's a genie, huh? Oh man, I was married to a genie once. Yeah, not one of those sexy I dream of genie ones. That's what either. I was singing. That That's the hot kind. Yeah. No, this one's like it just a like a. Did you say the I dream of genie? Like not a rock fan fiction, but literal. Porns, like the porn oh, oh yeah oh i actually know yeah there are like yeah. i i bang of genie or something yeah. i can't think of a I, I cream on genie maybe i cream of genie yeah. it sounds like cream of wheat but cream on genie you can see yeah, cream cream on like, genie it sounds like coming on pants but not if you know i dream of genie i cream on genie it's pretty close i, mean, I don't know i don't know i'm not liking any of these 
I'm just gonna pretend there's a real one in Google. Uh, there is one. I know there is one. I, I'm, I'm gonna. I just can't remember. I'm what gonna the go name out on a limb here and think that if I type one of those search surgical search bars, yeah, magical search in Walmart bars. for some reason, yeah. you're still just searching everything in Walmart. I'm gonna search Walmart.com for. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I dream of genie porn. porn. Yeah. Yes. Podcast research. Yes. Right. And uh, yeah, I'll prove Jeremiah wrong that it doesn't exist. Why? Of course it exists. It probably does. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I just think that like, it's an old enough show. I, I mean, so I'm pretty sure they have Lassie porn for crying out for that loud. Show. She walked around calling him master and wore like no like clothes. the belly shirt and yeah. really like sexy and yeah. had the power to do anything he commanded. Like he could just be like, "I want a threesome right now. You don't need to be." Oh involved. yeah, the outtakes are raunchy. Oh god, yeah. Like anything. Like you wouldn't just be like. I'd like a PB&J and a my, my favorite pipe and slippers. Yeah, what a fucking lame dude. Like, no, go get those yourself and wish for something you could yeah. never be getting or could never get. I don't know. I don't want to go outside for my newspaper. Yeah, Raining. I wish the newspaper was in my hand right now. Oh, great. Thanks for the newspaper. Yeah. Oh, also, fucking blow me while I'm reading my newspaper. Yeah. Boom. And, well, she might be like, I'm sorry, Master, I'm not, I, I can't do that. I'm a magical being. I can get you, I can, you know, I can Yeah, exactly. Just, just, like, I don't, you don't have to blow me, but... Yeah, it's like I want uh, I want Jessica Alba right now blowing me. Based on I don't care where she is, she will disappear yeah. where she is on the earth. She was like negative forty <laughs> when that show was out. <laughs> <laughs> For what? Now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're talking like purely. I was also theoretical. thinking that she could be like eating dinner or going for a jog and then suddenly she's, like she's under just the like, table blowing. What him. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, when she's done, like, she just goes back to doing whatever activity it was. Mm, it's like magical, a weird magical rapey yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> weird magical rape. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I don't know if I'm into this. <laughs> weird, weird magical e-rap? E, e uh, e-par. E-par. Yeah. Yes, that was it, yes. Weird yeah. magical e-par. Yeah. E-par can be magical, Jer. Mm-hmm. Magical. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it is weird. They, they granted the, the divorce because of this. And uh, I think, oh, and not only that... They said, okay, at first he had to pay, like, because he was pretty much using this as a, it's not just to get the divorce, but to also, on grounds of, like, uh, I don't have to pay her, like, alimony and all this kind of stuff. He ended up getting, having to pay her, like, 11000 American yeah. dollars. It was whatever well, it was. Well, that was part of the the, the spiritual part of it, the, the whole gin genie thing. Yeah. Like, I think he could have divorced her straight up no matter what. It was him making all these extra claims that would have gotten him off scot-free. Yeah, pretty much not having to actually do, like, have any part in, you know, monetary comp- compensation like you normally get with a divorce they ended up actually even the eleven thousand dollars they ended up reversing and saying actually you don't have to give her any money because you know she's a genie and it's problematic oh because she didn't she didn't actually uh tell him about the genie curse that's why they said she like if she had told him about the genie curse and then he divorced you would have to pay that eleven thousand dollars they ended up taking that eleven thousand dollars off the table plus i mean unless she was totally batshit crazy if she's like i'm a genie i'd be like uh-huh. prove it do it. Yeah. Just prove it right now. You can't lose anything by asking like, her to I'm prove it. Like, I'm already on a date with you. Yeah. You're, you're, you're halfway home. Worst case I'm scenario. I'm going to fuck you most likely. Worst case scenario, we're doing exactly what we're doing right now. Big deal. Yeah. Best case scenario, you get I get wishes. fucking wishes. And she gets wishes too, technically. You should be like, I can't make wishes for myself. Well, make a list of things you'd like in life. I'll wish them. Boom. I'll wish them. Maybe the like, weird legal loopholes in the gin world like, don't allow you to do that. I've, I've seen a lad, and there's all these weird little rules oh. they've got. Yeah. I base most of my uh, most of your life, most of the yeah, on, on Aladdin and yeah. what happens in Disney movies. I yep. do too. Pocahontas wasn't thirteen in the Disney movie. Um, she could have been, but she well, based on the age 13. of the movie, she's not thirteen now. Yeah. Okay. That was actually a thing I heard in another podcast. There was this guy. Uh, I won't name the podcaster who it was, but he was t- he was an actor who was famous, 
and he was told by a friend that there's pictures of him online and he went and looked and there were pictures of him from when he did a tv show when he was like 15 16 hmm. and he had a shirt off and it was, oh. a whole, it was a whole collection of these photos and then he uh, ended up looking up the link and where it was and he traced it back and he found out that it was from a pedophilia website for famous young kids what and he's like should i feel weird about it because i'm like 40 now <laughs> so it's, it's not really pedophilia Philia, but it, it but wasn't it, it wasn't was, yeah. kind of is and he's yeah. like you know what honestly it's like i laughed it off and was like i don't care they weren't nudes yeah. and i'm old now those photos yeah. technically don't count it's not like you you came across something like all all this dark stuff came out you're like oh my god i was molested turns out and it, all the stuff from your past comes out no he's like all right they found okay. an existing picture right yeah. and they were like they posted it. It was like just, screen grabs I mean, or something. They were using for terrible things, obviously. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it was totally so, on an old man jerking yeah. off to young boys' website. I'm not saying you can't, shouldn't find that place and shut it down, but you maybe yeah, that actually feel... brings up a new legal loophole. Like, say he was pissed at this guy was like, I'm going to sue him for posting these pictures. Can you? Like... I don't, I don't doubt it. I, mean, I, I know, but then doesn't it turn into every photo of a young child that's taken that isn't pornographic, but that is just taken and used for sexual purposes... Don't those all have a statute of limitations where at some point you're like, yeah, that person's like 40 now. That's a fine photo. Probably not. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's, like, it's the depiction of the minor in the in the, it, it in all, the actual. But not in sexual. I'm just yeah. saying like his, like screen grabs from Dawson's Creek or whatever. And I, I don't even think that, I don't think you could get them on any charges there anyway because it's not pornographic public. material. Yeah, anyway. It was public. Yeah. You actually have to like, you, it just, I mean, because otherwise you'd be like, what if you're somebody who gets a, you know, a boner looking at bananas? I do. Yeah, and I got banana, a bunch of bananas. Bananas illegal. And it's like, you know, I'm not saying, you know. You just made the best case for pedophilia. Good I job, Jer. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> Good job, Jer. No, I kind of lost the whole giving you shit about 13-year-old argument from earlier, boy. No, but it's a, it's a weird issue with that, all yeah. that crap. I'm not saying anything is okay. But, none, uh, none of but it the legal, is. I guess, the, the legal issues, creepy. obviously, the, there's not really much you can get the person on. And you can get them for being a creep and, and try to find if you're things. aware of the photos and you're like, yeah, I'm old now. I don't care. Whatever. And it was from something that was already already existed. I mean, fucking old teen beats, you know? I just got a weird feeling in this internet age. There's going to be all kinds of weird legal cases in the future about, like, things that exist in the internet forever and things that leave and things that well, there's, shouldn't be there. There sort of already has because of the, you know, the, what are the, the I just European think Union. I stranger and bigger. Oh, yeah, because we're just, they're the European Union or wherever it was, the, you know, verdict they handed down about the... Essentially, being able to remove stuff from the internet, and of course, it's really unenforceable or anything like that. No, all you have to do be... is put on a, a VPN and like go onto the US's internet servers. Yeah, and then it's not censored. Yeah, anymore. exactly. And they're saying like, That's you, what like China does it's with just Australia. They not going to happen. Yeah. To Australia's VPN mainly. Yeah, and they watch whatever the hell they want because it's it's. I mean, it's it. The internet's global, but there are all these partitioned laws about it, so it kind of makes it impossible. I mean, hence the fact that places like the Pirate Bay and these weird places can still exist. Right, they can find sanctuary. All right, looks like we're uh, we're gonna be wrapping up here. Yeah, right. Um, right. During the show, I actually got a couple texts from Darren. We may be pushing the uh, the the first episode of uh, the new podcast back a little tiny bit. Yep. Uh, looks like we might not be able to record till Thursday of this week. Yeah. And people hearing this will be on Wednesday, so maybe you'll still hear it around Halloween. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a day late. So gonna shoot. I mean, we were shooting for that just for you know it's kind of a made sense promotionally. Yeah, first or whatever, episode. But... It's gonna be a little rocky getting this one off the ground, but you know what? Just stay tuned. We will let you know. It's gonna be cool when we get to watch and talk about horror movies, and you get to listen and chime in via the social media too. Yeah. So in the meantime, make sure you go to Twitter, go to at uh, Horror Court to keep up with all of that. Uh, that is we'll Horror be Court. Let you know when it goes up live too. Yeah, you'll see uh, posts and links and everything as it goes. 
Um, and in the meantime, you go to at the Lost at Home if you have any questions, comments, or anything else you'd like to share with us. Yes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, on our Facebook page, under the same name as the show, and our website, lostatomepodcast.com. All these places, man. No excuses to not know what we're up to yeah, all the time. We're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, also, you can go to jeremiahspanksit.com. That's uh, my uh, 100% all the time masturbation camp. Yeah, we're, we're probably under your bed right now preparing to e-park. Yep. E-par party, man. Yep, E-par party. It's not a, it's not a party. E-par. It's an E-par party. Boom. Because an E-par party stops after about a few, there was few a, minutes. There was a link to Mediterraneans and Greeks with that. It's probably themed that way. A lot of feta cheese. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I was thinking like togas, but and, yeah. yeah. Like toga party makes sense. A feta cheese party. Don't hear as bad. It's, it's a feta the cheese party. We mm. got the feta and the, the Greek yogurt. And, uh, we're going to E-par you later. You're right. gonna bounce off the asshole. Oh, uh, Thank you, uh, Ital- my, my, Italian man from my, Greece. No, that's my thick, Greece. That's my thick Greek accent. Okay, thick. Was it not understandable? Did I did I enunciate too hard for you? I thought it was Paula Dean. Oh, aren't, very, aren't they all? Sound very Dean esque. I'm, I'm gonna check on Walmart right now to see if I can get my fat girl Paula Dean costume. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Paula Dean costume. Just yeah. to go around e parking with. I think that's redundant. Fat girl Paula Dean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, everyone have a great week. Have yeah. a happy Halloween, and we will talk to you again in November. Take care. Bye. Something happy. Ooh, something tough. Oh, yeah, the news. I said something tough. Hey. Oh. Ebola, Ebola is a Don't touch your friend, no touching, no eating something dangerous. Ebola, Ebola is a Don't touch your friend, no kissing, no eating something dangerous. Ebola, Ebola is a Don't touch your friend, no touching, no eating something dangerous. Ebola, Ebola is a Don't touch your friend, no kissing. I wake up in the morning, I started yelling, people them yelling. Now what you happy? What you? My picking what you? I say what you happy? They said I'm happy. They said something is risky. They think that in town they quit to kill. Got a miscarriage. E B O L A. Imbola. Imbola. Imbola in town. To Guinea. I went everywhere. Ebola, Ebola. I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. I'm not going nowhere. I'm right here. I know the medicine. That they still talking. I said they still shaking. They still shaking. They still kissing. Don't touch me. Ebola, Ebola. Don't touch your friend. Friend.